Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Handmaid's Tale Season 2, Episode 7, it is called After. So full spoilers for the episode as always. Do you know how a few episodes ago when June got recaptured and I was like terrified of the following episode, like how soon I might be? Yeah. With this one, like after last week's, I should have been terrified just for the entire like nation of Gilead <laughs> because... Jesus, like, you know, we see them coming home after the funeral for the other handmaids when they're all in their fancy black and red uh, outfits and we just see, like, there's just houses and houses of people being hung because they're looking for anyone who in any way could have helped us and was part of this bombing. Uh, So we're we're in super dark times, super dark episode uh, in terms of that. Uh, Although, in traditional Handmaid's Tale fashion, it did lead to kind of an uplifting kind of of moment. Yeah, it... The episodes either start with hope and it crushes it at the end, <laughs> or it's it's you know crushing throughout and there's a bit of hope at the end. Yeah, yeah. It, it knows how to balance it just enough that just when you're just it's just too much almost like okay, and then it'll give you some hope back. It's like oh mm. thank god. And then just when you're too happy, if that's even possible on this show, it's like no. It's it's. I wouldn't say too happy. It's just getting comfortable. Yeah, getting comfortable. Yes, you're starting to think this is bearable. Like. I guess it's almost like it's kind of like a Stockholm syndrome thing where just when okay maybe like I'm just used to living with this like you know captor now like I'm used to being this sub- mm. subordinate and then oh no all of a sudden it's even worse like just just when I thought I was okay and I could live with this it's it's much worse so uh, but now so so super dark super dark stuff and we did get a subplot this week with Moira specifically we see a look as well but Moira is the, the focus of it of sure in Canada uh, and we even get a little bit of the colonies uh, which actually just one scene actually because I was really curious because you know because obviously we see they're they're going around like killing all these people in the streets and it feels super dark and we're not really sure where, where this is leading and we get this scene in the colony where the divans come up and they just like stop all the all the unwomen and just start like picking like you you're on the list you're on the list in the van and I'm like where are they going because I think my natural assumption was like these are people who maybe have been like aligned with possible activity in the past this was like the investigation was my right, thought at okay. the time I was just trying to think of what it was like you know like because for sure Emily definitely was kind of like had spoken yeah. out and had been in trouble before. No, I thought Emily was a a weird choice. Uh, are the ones that we saw? Yeah. Given that we know where it goes. Yeah. 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 Given, given that we know where it goes, and you know, the whole thing is they're terrified of infiltrators right now. Yeah. It seems weird to bring back ones who you even remotely suspected of anything, like you know Janine, sure. But Emily, Emily's an odd choice. Yeah, uh, I can't really complain though. It's actually really exciting uh, what, what what happens with them because they're back. They're back. Yeah. In, they're back in the city with everyone. And, you know, all, all, you know, June goes into the into the store and Janine's there, and it's like, holy shit, why are you back? And then it's like, uh, not just me, the two of us are here, and looks over, and sure enough, there's Emily. And I'd actually forgotten that she never got to tell her her name. Like she yeah, knew her too. name. But she goes up and says, like, hey, my name's June, I never got a chance to tell you that. And obviously a big thing at the start of the episode in the van, when they're coming back from the funeral, is they're like, oh, did anyone, like, like know her name? And, you know, and she's like, hey, you were our shopping partner. <laughs> you should know that, June. It's yeah, like, ne- yeah, never got that far. Never got that far. And then she had a tongue cut out, so, you know, didn't, mm. didn't think I had a chance to speak anything. Uh, but, you know, so this was like this nice moment of, like, okay, we have to care about each other because no one else is going to. 
So she just turns to like a random handmaid, like just one she doesn't know that well. Hey, my name's June. And then she's like, oh, my name's Brianna. And then it's just this scene of them all going around the store and every single one just starts to tell each other their names so they all know who each other are. Uh, It's a really sweet scene. Uh, It really helped give give you a little bit of hope after the, you know, the soul-crushing sort of episode we've had. I mean, obviously there's another one as well, uh, but it's a bit of a darker one with uh, with the, 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 you know, Commander Cusher. Cushing, sorry. Cushing, Commander Cushing. Arguably a more interesting win. An interesting one, especially given what it sets up at the end. And I'm actually really excited because obviously we've been t- speaking a lot about in the past about Serena Joy and how she maybe regrets the, the world she's in now. Maybe like, okay, so obviously she agreed with a lot of these ideas, but maybe doesn't agree with, you know, now she's in this place where she, where she has no power. She has no say in anything. And all of a sudden, she kind of takes some power back this episode. Hmm. Not in her own name, but she's the one pulling the strings. Yeah. Uh, because and obviously, like, June's worried because Nick is like, I mean, he's not targeted yet, but Cushing comes by the house and is like, hey, we need to talk. Because she thinks, and this is a fair assumption on her part, she thinks she's being questioned because Off Glen 2.0 was her shopping buddy. So she might yeah. know something. And she's like, oh no, we, walked, we didn't talk much, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and she's like, well, I'd like to know who helped you who helped you escape. You know, he doesn't believe it's a kidnapping. He, he's very adamant, like, no, no, who helped you escape? You can trust me Offred, <laughs> yeah, you seem trustworthy, you dick. Sure you do. But... I thought it was interesting just on this as and how high the kidnapping story went because mm. he's clearly been told that as the official. He doesn't believe it, but it sounds like even even he at his level was told it was a kidnapping. Certainly, Waterford's quite high up the food chain. It certainly seems to be that that way. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't realize they were spreading the story to that extent. I thought you mm. know the, the the commanders probably all knew the truth quite you know with amongst themselves that you know they were all pretty aware of it and this guy he, he seems to be on the ball don't be wrong but it seems he was still fed the cover story yeah uh but clearly he doesn't believe it he's he's, he's not he's not yeah. buying it and he wants to know and june's worried about nick and they have that heartfelt moment in the in the hospital because she's, you know, she's just been to see uh waterford who's kind of barely you know he's, he's alive he's he survived we know that something like was it 13 commanders or something like that uh yeah died the, the real question is though how long do we leave the commander like this? And more more importantly is, does Serena keep him like this intentionally? That is a very interesting question, because obviously where we ultimately go is June actually kind of plays her a little bit. June actually manipulates Serena Joy, because she's like, oh, Cushing came by to see, and, you know, he's been killing people in other houses, and he may not care that I'm pregnant. Like, the, you know, this, like, she pushes the buttons... And then Serena, like, you know, is waiting in Nick's place at night. Uh, and she's... Because it's worth mentioning, after uh, Cushing came to see June, he went right out in the street and, like, shot a Martha. You know, someone who they were suspecting of something. And, cause, and the reason why I bring that up is because when Serena Jai comes out of the house, and or Nick comes out of the house and Serena Jai's sitting there, he's like, oh, where's Eden? And she's like, oh, she went with Rita uh, over to the, the... Whatever the, the family's name was. Uh, yeah, after the Martha got shot, we thought it was a nice thing to do. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, but she, and I didn't know what she meant because she, she uses like an official term. She's like, "Have you ever, you know, delivered one of these papers for for the commander before?" Mm. And he's like, "Yeah, of course." And she's like, "Can you talk me through it?" And I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "You know, that needs his signature." It's like, and, and mm. she's like, "Yeah, don't you worry about that." And what what thing's interesting though is Nick. Once obviously he's going to see what this is, 
he is obviously going to have no objections because this is getting him out of bother as well. This is like taking the scent yeah. away from him. I mean, obviously, Cushion doesn't know what he'd look for him specifically yet, but he'll get there potentially. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we have the scene where he, you know, he's, he's, he's coming back to the house, but the eyes show up and, you know, take Cushion out of custody and he's being charged and like, oh, the evidence that the eye have presented is overwhelming. You're, you're, you know, that's you. You're done for, sir. And, you know, the whole thing, you know, Serena's just watching from the window. Uh, June's watching from the window. Nick's watching. And it's like, oh, boy. Yeah, and it's, it's by order of Waterford that, yeah. that this has happened. So, obviously, he's higher ranking. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He's, he's very high up. And I think it's like, okay. So, and obviously, I'm like, okay, that was a big deal that we were able to do that. We were able to, like, abuse the system like that. Yeah. And But, obviously, at this point, I'm like, okay, so maybe that was a one-time thing. Maybe that's not going to be anything going forward. But the final scene of the episode is Serena Joy brings to hey, c- come here into and it's in the commander's room. Which you know, season one that was a big deal. No one was allowed to go in there with when he wasn't there, and so Serena's in there. She's like, come in. Uh, it's just this like awkward. Thing. Where's this going? Like, what's what's happening here? Because I really didn't know. I was really like, you know mm. curious. I didn't know where this was going. And she's like, "You were an editor, right?" And she's like, yeah, well, "I was. I yeah. was. Yeah, I used to be." And she's like. Well, uh, there's some reform, you know, I'm reforming, uh, you know, what, what, the security measures around here, it's time things get back to normal, uh, some orders have to be given out, and there's just this implication, there's just the, it's unspoken, but it's like, yeah, you did this, the commander's not arranged any of this stuff, yeah. you're taking control, you, you're back in the position where you're the one arranging things, because this is what and, you used to do. And you can see the start of the uneasy alliance, where, where June's like, well, I mean... She's better than the alternative right now. That is the insane thing about this is that I never thought in a million years I'd be like rooting for a a June Serena partner. I mean, maybe way back at the start before we really knew how awful Serena Joy was. She's yeah. done too much now where I can never fully like sort of trust her or anything like that. But maybe back at the start I thought, oh, maybe eventually she'll like say this is oh this is awful. I should help the handmaids out. But now obviously I've not been thinking that for a long time because she's been so awful. But now this is such like no no Serena wants her power back and at the very least you have to imagine these these you know more lax security measures are better for June they're better and, for and Nick. does just June leverage her position a little bit where you know Serena needs her help that's the whole point mm. when she comes to it's like no I need an editor to make sure this looks immaculate otherwise this is going to be you know they're going to catch on pretty quickly yeah it's great and obviously she's forging what, her husband's does, signature and so on but but what does june try and get back out of it for herself does she you know do, I, I want some perks for me oh maybe like maybe she will get something in there i i think the way this scene plays though we'll get to that later i think next episode maybe two episodes down the line maybe we'll get to like what she wants in return i think right now though and they treat it this way i love how they treat the fact that she gets to use a pen it's like yeah. Oh, I'll need it's a just, pen. She's just happy to be doing work. Yeah, and you know, it ends with that big, like the slow. Like she's almost going to click it. She's got the clicker. She's ready to do yeah. it, and then uh, it ends in the click as the music kicks in, and that's the end of the episode. And it's like, and it's it's the whole idea of the pen is mighty on the sword. Like this is like now she has the weapon in her hand, yeah. and she doesn't have that much say in what she's doing with it right now. But it's still this this element of power. Uh, it, it, even just the idea that she's been not allowed to even use a pen or read anything for years. Yeah, she got uh, maybe a little bit with the commander last season. Yeah, she was allowed to read some magazines and stuff. Like he, yeah. he got her like some generic women's magazines, as if that was yeah. like what she'd be hungering for. <laughs> but but she didn't care. It was something. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was thinking actually, she was doing this. Is that I'm sure she was sick of doing this at her work. Like I'm sure this was every day for years. She was probably bored stiff of doing editing work and editing just various things. 
but this is like now that she's not been allowed to do this for so long this will feel so good that she yeah, gets to do it's it a, it's a challenge right yeah which I thought was really interesting about it, especially this this last few minutes of the episode. From when uh, they're, they're all telling each other their names, mm. I thought this was going to be the point where we got a voice back, her, her in a monologue, because we haven't had it since it went away. Uh, That's right, yeah. Know, th- th- those few episodes ago at the end. And I thought, you know, when 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 they've got that moment of hope, they're all telling each other names, There's that's the, the open defiance of it. To do that just in plain sight, I thought, oh, this is it. But it wasn't. And then I thought, okay, at the end, when she's going for the pen, I was like, this is it. This is where she says something. But still yeah, just, nothing. Just F, yeah, she clicks the pen or something yeah. like that. Um, I think it will come back, but I think, you know, I think they're waiting for the moment that makes no, sense. I, th- yeah. I feel like it's going to be a while now if this mm. wasn't the moment, because this felt like it could have been quite easily. It's funny, because I'd argue that maybe it'll be when she's really in a bad place again, and she needs needs it for strength, right? But She's, it's not like she's had an easy time the last few episodes. Like no, no, that that doesn't really. Yeah. When we've heard it before, it was not about being in the bad place. It was it was the escape, sure, but it was the yeah. defiance of it. Yeah. So I I don't know when it'll appear. I do think it'll come back. It's been such a big part of the show, but I think it'll be a prominent moment of some kind. I think it'll be this yeah. season. I, I can see it being oh, this I agree. season. I, I but... think like. The worst case scenario for it is the the Finale. last episode. Yeah, I, I can almost yeah, you know, I just joked it'd just be F. Yeah, she clicks the pen. I can almost see it been one a one liner at the, the very end. At the end, the finale. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, just yeah, the really meta idea. You know, we're back, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so no, I, I thought all that stuff was really fascinating with her. Like, and like you say, I think uneasy alliance is the best way to put it. There's something mm-hmm. about this this partnership of like okay, you want to do this, and you need my help to do it. So all of a sudden, you're using me to feel like a powerful woman again. Like, you know, up until now, you've not been allowed to do this, but you need my... You've been putting me down for, you know, years at this point. You've been putting me down. You've been making me feel like crap. Anytime I show any type of confidence or strength, you go out of your way to threaten my daughter. You go out of your way to threaten whatever. And here you are, you need my help. And, you know, I, and it goes back to the scene where they're telling each other their names. The whole idea is that, no, no, they have to stick together. And it's like, no, here, Serena, you can't do this alone. You need at least someone else to be on your side. Uh, yeah, but I think this is where we get the power plays between the two of them oh, coming sure, in yeah. the next couple of episodes. Because, you know, Serena obviously feels more powerful than, you know, she has in a long time right now because she's mm. the one writing the orders. But June will constantly be like, yeah, but you need me to do it properly. So she's got that power over her. As as much as the as much power as Serena has right now, June has something on her still. Yeah, and her baby. <laughs> that too. And her baby. Uh, yeah, no, I like that, and I think you know, I think the lesson. I mean, everything I just said about like you know, like they should be stick together and they should support each other. That's something that arguably should be the 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 lesson that Serena needs to learn. Whether or not she will learn it willingly or she will take the the proper lessons from it, I don't know. But I think. That's what she should like. That's ultimately what she should be taking away from it. Whatever she goes through with June, that's what she should take away from it. Whether or not she will, because Serena, as we've seen in the past, doesn't always take the actual no intent meaning. So, from so it. I really like is, is for June. It's it's you know as an uneasy alliance is is not so much that she wants to, doesn't want to be working with with Serena. It's not that it's oh, oh I've got to work with her. It's more just she doesn't care who it is she's just getting to do something that's what's the, the that's what she's enjoying about this right now i think not not that it's for serena particularly she, she's it's just that you know she she's willing you know if it was the commander who was putting this paper in front of her mm. and saying hey you can edit this i think she'd be just as happy to do it 
because it's the cha- it's it's the freedom to do it. I'm going to dispute that a little bit. Okay. Not based on that it's specifically Serena. I don't think it, the fact that it's Serena herself that's that makes it more enjoyable or exciting or. But there's a moment where you don't know if she's going to say yes or she does say yes and she goes and says I need a pen and there's like this little like smirky glance she gives her or this little like acknowledgement of yeah f yeah we're going to do this. I think there is an extra satisfaction in that she knows Serena's doing this behind Waterford's back. Mm, okay, um, yeah, that tracks. I, I I think there's like a I'm doing this for a woman and not like the the, the shitty commander who's been yeah, you know even if it's charge. a pretty awful woman e- even if it is the, the the worst possible woman I mean. Yeah, I'd say Serena's worse than Lydia. Or is she? I don't know. I mean, take your... <laughs> uh, no, I think she is. At least, yeah. Lydia, you know where you stand. Yeah, Lydia, she is a devout radical in her beliefs, but she does kind of... She is consistent in her beliefs. Yeah, Serena's a bit... Temperamental. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lydia, you know, you, you always know what you're going to get with her. There's never a surprise with what comes out of her mouth. Yeah, because at the start of the funeral, when she's saying, oh, all I've wanted is a safe world for you girls that doesn't have violence, and I, I disagree with how she does it, and her, all of all but, yeah, of I believe she, that she believes it. Yeah, I believe her, yeah. I believe that she yeah. means what she's saying there. Uh, yeah. So, um, so, you know, I think it's interesting, but I do think there's like a, yeah, this is time to rebel. Like, I feel like there's almost like mm. a little moment of rebellion they share in that scene. Oh, okay, no, I'm with you. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so... Yeah, so it's great to have off, uh, the original Offglen, Emily, back. Great to have Janine back, and we'll see see how that plays out. Um, the other main plot, of course, is after this explosion, which, you know, the, the news of this, and I like that this linked up with uh, what happened last episode in, in Gilead, is that they're in Little America in Canada, and they're, they're hearing news of, okay, what's happened, and it's unconfirmed at first, but there's an explosion. We believe that there's both commanders, high-ranking, that have died, but also handmaids, because uh, they asked that question, that have handmaids died. And this actually strikes up that Moira's this memory of this girlfriend. She's not really, she's not had found the courage to look for her yet. And she asks, you know, the person who works there at the, the the embassy, look, I'm looking for for this this girlfriend of mine. I want to see if you know what happened to her. And she's taken to a room with all these binders of people. No one knows because there's no like, way of knowing who everyone is that they've got photos of. I'm not even sure how they have all these photos of everyone. I mean, maybe not everyone who's died, but certainly a good number yeah. of them. Fair question. Um, it was just because she was going through it, and it's all these pictures of dead bodies. I'm like, oh, who was taking all these photos? <laughs> like, I wonder if if the Gilead State do do put those out. Oh, maybe, yeah. You know, because you know, obviously they they clearly control their media, and you know, as I imagine they they they, they put this out. Like, oh, look, this is one who's died. Someone died today. It's still on the news. But all of them but on the news. Back at the start of this, when they were executing thousands and thousands of people, mm. but they all make the news individually. Maybe, and on top maybe of that, to, maybe to you know to send a message because that's kind of what the statement they were making. But that's the thing, though. I've always gotten the impression that they kind of intentionally subdue it for the outside Gilead. Like they, they like whenever they've talked about like remember in season one when the I think it was the the senator or whatever from I think Mexico. Came. Yeah. It was like, oh, let's show them what it's really like. It was like, oh, they have all these rumours outside, but they, you know, they see us as the... That's fair. I feel like they wouldn't want to actually put images out that make them look bad like that. Like, oh, we are uh, killing fair. people in the streets like this. Uh, yeah, definitely early on as well, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It, it says a lot that throughout all this, I, I find myself fascinated with the uh, the uh, 
the, the, the international politics of, of Gilead and, and the way it interacts I, with I, the other countries. I kind of do as well. It's interesting. Like, how, how does all the other countries see this? Because like, we, we, we got bids. We know Canada have, have imposed san- like trade sanctions on them yeah. for, you know, because they're, they're doing these, these horrific things. And they're like, well, we won't trade with you. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, that, that's very relatable to the to the real world. Like, you know, look at, you know. Korea, for example. Yeah, I mean, even like when she comes into this room and it's like, okay, all the black binders, unknown people, the white binders are children, and uh, and I like that they separate them because like, okay, if you're looking for an adult, you don't have to look through the kids' photos. You can avoid looking because obviously it's very morbid. Like even she's looking through all these photos, it's like it's, it's depressing as shit. Yeah, it's just all these dead bodies, and I get that. Okay, if you don't have, unless you're looking for a child specifically, you don't want to see them. So. Keep them on their own binders, but they're not organised because there's no there's no way to organise them. It's just lots and lots of because she's just looking through binders, just all night she's looking through binders. You know, look, look, looks at uh, reaction was interesting to me. I was I was going to say as well that I just I thought was, even this itself was interesting. It was, it was another bit of the mythology, like okay, Canada's embassy has all these binders that they can come and look at to try yeah. and find if their if their loved ones are in there. Um, but looks reaction was interesting where he was he was leaving to go home. Like you know, he heard what they had to say and he's gone home. He's like, hey, don't want to stay and find out what happened. Uh, if she's okay, it's like she's not okay. I know she's not okay, but I've got faith she's alive. And it, you get that he's had to deal with this knowledge that she's in Gilead this long now. That he's just he's got a way to deal with it, and he doesn't necessarily obsess over it when he doesn't have to. Yeah, I, I don't think he wants to be confronted with the truth. I think mm. he tries to avoid it. This is why he doesn't stay because if he doesn't hear that she's dead, he can pretend she's alive. He can still have hope. Yeah. And but that's the thing. Even when he says, "I know she's not okay," that's like, yeah. Even if she's alive, she's in an awful circumstance. She's it you know, is. Yeah. It's it's the same reason that presumably the same reason why why Moira hasn't gone and looked through these binders before. Exactly. She didn't uh, want to face the reality. She wants the hope. And what's interesting is I think when he brought because he, he comes by at one point he bring her food, bring her some food, uh, and you know she says, "Oh, like what, what if I don't find her in here? Like what what do I do then?" And he's like, "Welcome to my world." And she cracks a little joke about his, his bull hat. <laughs> But yeah. the, the idea being that it, it maybe implies that he has looked through these binders and he knows that she's not in them. He's, he's already done this. But it, it's actually, in a way, arguably worse because he doesn't know. There's, there's this unknown factor to it. That's it. At least, yeah. it, you know, if, if you find them, you can you can grieve, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, I think what's interesting is that he will know she was alive at some point now because now Moira escaped. And Moira can at least say, no, she was here up until this point. I know where she was. Yeah. So, so he he has more knowledge than a lot of people do for people who are yeah, have missing. Like, no, no, family I saw members. her, you know, a year ago, whatever, however yeah. long. Maybe months, actually. I mean, I don't know how. Maybe. Long it's been. Yeah. I mean, well, now it's probably a year because we've, we've jumped in time with the pregnancy, but we have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I thought this was fascinating, and you know, as as we're going through this, we actually get this this these some flashbacks with Moira, and um, we see this part of her story we hadn't seen before. Uh, clearly, in the early days of the the birth crisis, if you want to call it that. There was more people offering money for you know artificial insemination, or at least at the very least you know giving birth you know surrogate mothers, yeah. and we see that Moira is all excited because she's going to get two hundred and fifty grand uh, to give birth to a baby, to carry a baby and give birth, and she's like, Are "You sure about this?" You know, because she's with with uh, June, and she's like, Are "You sure about this?" Like she wouldn't get attached to him, uh, and you know it was a very you know it was a fun scene. The dialogue, the dialogue in their flashbacks tends to be pretty funny because they're, they're very yeah. quick and you know Moira's very insulting. Back the way, yeah, and yeah. it's usually quite good. Banter. banter, yeah. And we we see you know th- throughout stages, you know, the, the, with the, the gynecologist, and then we see them at the, one of the classes with the Lamas and all the rest of it. And 
obviously, like, we, we get the idea that she was getting attached during the, the sonogram, right? Because she's like, do you want a photo of this? And he's like, do you not want to look? And she's like, no, nah, I'm fine. I don't need a photo. And June's like, no, get a photo. This is a big memory. And he gets like, no. fridge. Yeah. And he, she, doesn't, she never says it, but you get why. It's like, no, I don't want to get attached. I want to, like, this is not my baby. Like, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. it as distant as possible. And it's interesting to see this, because even though this is obviously a thing in real life, uh, it's just interesting in the context of the show to see someone do what the handmaids essentially do, but willingly, in the in the, the proper channel of doing it. Yeah. And how even in that context, it's hard for her because you do you know you hear about this all the time that mothers you know, they get attached to their baby and maybe don't want to give them up, and that's when they've agreed to do it. They've made a, a conscious choice as an adult. No, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Uh, in yeah, this case, for, right. in this case for money, sometimes it's about sort of friendship or you know whatever. Yeah, but, it happens. Yeah. So. I thought that was just an interesting like exploration of no, even when this is something you chose to do, this can it's get hard, difficult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, never mind what June and all the other handmaids are being forced to go through. We've seen Janine go off the deep end when, when this yeah. happened. Yeah, we to did. Her. She's still uh, just completely. <laughs> I mean, she literally jumped into the deep end. Yeah, or tried she, to. She, she is completely cracked and just you know off a rocker right now still. Yeah, she's very cheery. She's the most cheery handmaid ever. It is, it, when she comes in and just you know hugs June from behind. And it's like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I just get nervous with the guys with the guns at the, the, the corners of the room. Just, they're, they're just gonna, you know, just take a shot at some point. Yeah, just squeezing their grips a little bit. It's like, do you want that other eye to be good still, Janine? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Quiet exactly. down. Yeah. Uh, but now bless her. She she does. They get best. a bit more protection than the Marthas in the street, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so so now when we get this, and I actually I felt the chemistry with the the gynecologist in the first scene, and didn't really think much of it because I, you know. But then the second scene, and she was in the Lamas class, I was like, okay. And then the, you know, she gives birth, and we have the scene where she sees the couple take the baby. And it's this emotional kind of scene. Um, and I'm like, you know, she's looking for someone. I'm sure this is the guy. I'm sure this is the person who she ends up dating, right? And obviously, it's, it's not until the scene where the, it's, it's Christmas time and they, they meet, and, you know, there's, they, oh, you can some wine. And it's a nice, it's a nice parallel to the, the, the June story because up until now she's been oh you're doctor so and so but she's like no no call me Odette like it's yeah. the same it's the same scene in the flashback as all the all the handmaids telling their, their, their real names uh, it's a really nice touch because up until this point no you're just you're just a profession you're just this is the role you you serve this is what you function as but then it's no no uh, I'm not your doctor anymore call me Odette I think that's the interesting part of this is she's like no no I'm not your doctor anymore so it's you know forget about the profession. Uh, and I think you can extrapolate that into the the handmaids. You go, no, we're not here for handmaids. You know, we're we're the people. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's just good stuff. Uh, it, it nicely parallels the two stories. And then yeah, and then she finds the photo. You know, because I was wondering like maybe she won't find it and it'll leave us in the the is she somewhere is she not? You know, leave it in the amb- ambiguity. But now she finds it and she breaks down and cries. And yeah, it's just a hard, it's a touching scene. So. Uh, but, but, you know, like we said, she she gets to grieve now, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I mean, that was a great episode. Um, if I have any critiques, maybe, is that sometimes with Cushing, I felt like they were just playing the villain card a little too strongly with him. No, I agree, because he was only really introduced here, and then they just really played it up all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, we, we saw him, because in the, in the previously one, you saw him with the shooting the discs. Yeah, he's been yeah. here in the background here or there, yeah. but he's never been a a real part of the show. Yeah, there was just a couple of scenes where it was like, they were making clear, and I, I thought this was an interesting route to go down if it was like, okay, now we've got a commander in charge who's even worse than Price. Because Price is, when they've told us Price is dead. Whether or not he's really dead, I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not totally convinced. 
okay. That said, though, it makes sense for Nick's story now that he doesn't have his ally. Like, he had someone who would listen to him and yeah, charge. Yeah, I, I think dramatically it makes more sense for him to be dead. I, you know, the benefit of them going, oh, he wasn't dead all along. It was it was a part of a, a ruse to, mm. to root out the, you know, the, the, the infiltrators. I think that's a little underwhelming. That, no, that's fair. Uh, I, I agree he's lately dead. I just think TV rules, I never saw a body. I'm not convinced entirely. No, no, that's fair. But I, I think it has more weight if he was dead and you know, and the, the the bomb did take him out as well. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so, but yeah, there's, there's a deal. The music was a little bit harsher. It was like playing this evil theme and I was like, usually this show... Well, it can be on the nose with some of its messaging. It doesn't necessarily play the moments themselves as on the nose and like, yeah. you know, uh, I always say soapy, but like, just it was it was almost pantomime like the, how dark the music was getting when he was like on in the scenes like making his threats. I'm like, okay, I get it. He's 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 more he's worse than Price. He's worse than than Waterford. I get it. Uh, but I was a designer complaint because it's such a. It's, I mean, even though it's a main part of the plot of the episode, it's still relatively speaking in, in the course of the hour, not that much of the time. And Coley. I mean, we might see him again, but I doubt it. Like, I think he's done. I think he's gone now. No, I think he is as well. Um, we might get a bit of him trying to explain his side and and see if it comes back to bite Serena. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see that maybe being a thing we go down, but we but we might not. Yeah, we might not. Yeah. Um, and then, other than that, I just wanted two brief things I want to mention. I'm kind of liking just the, the, the vibe between June and Rita now. Because like, at first, Rita didn't seem to like June very much back at the start of Season 1. And I feel like now, there's, again, there's this sort of camaraderie that's kind of formed. Like yeah. when, when she comes up to just... Because she's not in a lot of this episode. When she comes up to tell her that someone's there to see her, she's clearly concerned. Yeah, definitely. So that's a nice little touch. Um, and correct me if I... Was, was Eden... And seeing the scene where all the handmaids were telling their names to each other, was Eden in the store? I don't think so. Yeah, it cut to someone in the, the just the sort of the more neutral colours at one point, and I wasn't sure. Like, she was young, she, she looked kind of Eden, but it was such a quick shot, I wasn't sure. Because yeah. I thought, oh, maybe this is going to cause trouble. Eden is witnessing all this name exchanging, but... Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I, I think that was, my, that, was, that was my mind filling in blanks to make it mean something, when it really, it was just... No, yeah, was a yeah you've seen a pattern. Yeah, I've seen a pattern. Uh, more on Legion tomorrow. <laughs> but, yeah, so... So no, uh, that's good. Uh, and it is worth mentioning that about several, like a half dozen people in the comments of last week's episode agree with you completely on Eden. So I'll acknowledge I'll that it. one for now. Yeah. It's fine, it's fine. I'll acknowledge it, it's fine. You're probably right at this point. But uh, This episode doesn't really give us much to go on either way though, does it? But I thought I'd mention it because I'll forget next time it comes up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so no, I will happily concede it, uh, unless I turn it to be right, in which case I'll rub it in everyone's faces, but I'm happy to concede it just now. Uh, let it go. But if I do turn it to be right, just by chance... Oh, God, you're going to be unbearable. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a certain bet we made in a Leftovers uh, <laughs> plot point. I ran with that for months. You ran with that when there was no real hope, and it just happened to turn out to be right, and then you just melt it. You oh, melt oh, it dry. You, 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 you had that for months, me just going with that. And now, now I have like a grudge against the country of Australia for like no good reason of their own. Like, it's not Australia's I, fault. I have ruined Australia for you. You have. You, you absolutely have. You know how in Parson Rec how they hate the librarians? Yeah. I, I, that's how I feel about Australia. Like, that's it. It's done. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, but that's this week's Handmaid's Tale. Uh, it was a very good episode, as per usual. Handmaid does not typically let us down. Uh, it, it doesn't. It's very consistent. It, it varies from great to exceptional. That, that is the, the spectrum, typically, yeah. that we're working it's with. Pretty, it's pretty narrow. Yeah, it's a pretty narrow <laughs> spectrum. But it's a good spectrum to be in, so I can't is. complain. Uh, but that, that is episode seven of the season, which is the middle episode. We've still got six left. It's 13 mm-hmm. this year, so uh, still got plenty to go and to look forward to it. So let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe all that stuff. Get us in the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there. There's a link in the description. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?